Welcome back to We Are Live Live, the Midcoast Studio Grand Center, St. Louis, Missouri. Excited to be here. It's Chris Denman joined in studio. You know what? He's from Scoops with Danny Mac. He's from Game Time. His name's Jeff Jones. What's up, Jeff? And also MLB.com. I, 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 as I was coming out, I was like, uh, biggest credit should have went first. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. MLB.com it as happens. well, man. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. It's been a, that's been an interesting interesting set of stuff. I was We were talking about this out in the, uh, in the kitchen there. You know, for the most part, that's uneventful, right? You're covering a team that's there for a day. Their beat person. Well, this is a shocker. The MLB.com beat writers, and they take their vacation days, they skip St. Louis sometimes. I weird, right? Who would imagine that the nobody writers, wants to go to the City Museum? Yeah, they're right. Like the writers from L.A. and New York are like St. Louis. Take that trip off. We're good. Fun. Uh, but that's that kind of rude. Wouldn't you go to Milwaukee? Like there, that's fun. Like if other I, cities, it'd be, I don't know. I've I would skip Milwaukee. Cincinnati. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to Pittsburgh. Yeah, uh, but so I was on the Phillies last week, or when they when they were here, uh, it happened to be on them the day that David Montgomery passed away. Who so was wait, there? so you fill in? Yeah. So when they're when they're MLB. beat writer, com. right? Doesn't yeah. travel or isn't available or whatever. I, I'm the fill in guy. Right. Uh, and I you was, have to feign journalistic integrity. Yes, for a basically. Day. Right. 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 I, I have to be responsible to an editor for like four hours. That's okay. the whole thing. Got it. Um, but yes, I was on the Phillies on Wednesday when David Montgomery passed away. Uh, so it made for this very awkward situation of the first time I met Gabe Kapler, I'm in the visiting manager, manager office for the Bush, Phillies. Yeah, trying to melt into the wall as he's oh, like tears in his eyes reading God. text messages off his phone from a man who died horribly from cancer that morning. Oh. Who's like the voice of the city and like born and raised in Philly, like started the team as a ticket salesman and became team owner and club president. And this, you know, beloved man passes away and I'm just there like, hi, Gabe, nice to meet you. How's Odubel Herrera hitting? Oh, no. Ah, a little awkward. I'm Not the grass. so sorry about you know, that, Jeff. But be kind, sorry for the Phillies. A kind <laughs> soul like you, at least. Uh, what can I say? We got it done. Hey, Jeff, we've, uh, we've got Tommy the intern. Have you guys met? Uh, we have met just now. Give him a handshake. Like, Here, look at that. It was a, it's a oh, nice, firm grass. That was good. Okay. Uh, I am really handshake. By the way, I didn't want to let this slide. Earlier, uh, local comic Kate Barton said the uh, the handshake is the new JFK. I saw. That was pretty good. What's I the new JFK? Like, what is the like, old JFK? Like, Pruder film. Oh. Like, yeah, we were reviewing it. Yeah, so, I, I will say... While I do miss old Sugarfoot, uh, I think it's funny that as he's gone, we've now replaced him with the skinny white man he always was on the inside. Oh, wait a damn minute. Look who just showed up live from Hipsterville, USA. It's Marvis Morell. I'm glad you boys got back to the show. You know, a whole 14-minute break, I'm sure, was absolutely necessary. Were they, were they teaching uh, you how to operate Elmo right now? Yeah. Get your hand up his keister. And you don't speak of the Sesame Street workshop. You shut your mouth. All right. That's enough of you. See yep. <laughs> Gardner loves this. He can play God, and he's the voice of God with no camera now. Gardner, would you say this is the uh, most important role you'll ever play besides father? Oh, I will never play father. That will not you be You ever happening. hear an actor say that? Other, no. Other than father, or other mm. than mother, this is the most important role mm -hmm. I've ever played. Would you like to play my father, Gardner? Hmm. Travis, what do I say? Travis. Uh, 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 yep, there it is. Enough. 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 Travis, we've got Girl Jeff up. in studio. Tommy's here. Tommy's an Illinois boy, just like Jeff. What part of Illinois? Uh, Granite City. Granite City. Yeah. Okay. That's Belleville. You know Damn, what they Belleville. say about the ladies <laughs> from Granite City? <laughs> I, I do. I don't know. What do they say about the ladies in Granite City? Path of low resistance? 
My girlfriend is from Granite City. Mm-hmm. Where'd you go last night? I went to place the called the Tool Shed. Mm-hmm. Tool Shed. Yep, that'll do it. Price Center. Gardner, have you ever had to do or had gotten to do maybe I don't know uh, a nice outdoor skate at the Namioki Park skating rink in Granite City? <laughs> no, I've been oh, by Namioki Park. What just happened? Well, here's the here's Why the is it thing. Named that? I, I don't know, but that is Japanese. what it's named. Uh, no, I don't think that's a big hangout. The thing with the, the with the skating with the skating. Hey man, when you got done talking about them weak ass Illinois cities, let me know. Oh, ho, 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 ho. he's got to use the bathroom and he's acting like he's piecing out. Yeah. Oh, Just, where, where's the wine? Got to go get more wine. Right. Yeah. Bill Collector's here. He'll be right back. So the, the, the rink in Granite City is outdoors. Uh, mm-hmm. And the issue is that because sometimes the steel plant belches toxic poison into the air. Yeah. Uh, Kim Bone, let me know about it yeah, shines. It is, it is it not shines. the best place to get your wind if you're mm. out there skating around for a long time mm. because you're sucking down the copper. You can see the little metal shavings in the ice. That's oh, pretty true. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, this was kind of a funny gag, but what's happening with Travis? Is he okay? <laughs> is he okay? What, what's shirt happening? unbuttoned? Yeah, yeah what, I think he just... Do you have something hidden back there that we should know about? No, mind your damn business, man. Get back to the <laughs> he show. He was out real late last night. I wonder if is he excusing someone? Are you giving oh! away a gift basket? Is there a We Are Live sticker uh, in a gift basket? What? <laughs> What's that? Who's he? Oh, ugh. oh, call me. Okay, Travis. Whose dining room do you live in? <laughs> <laughs> this is my abode. Do not disrespect. The Brooklyn, okay? Oh, I'm sorry we don't have those little cookie-cutter compartments in that stupid city of St. Louis. You do, actually. In Brooklyn, yeah, you most say, certainly do. I kind of a lot of that. about it last night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if there's one place that's not gentrified, it's definitely Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> mm, wow. What does, uh, what's the texting situation? Has Travis returned any of your texts? Tommy ain't send me one damn text. Don't make him. No, don't do that. Travis doesn't like to pay attention to me. No one gives me a hug. I've never, no, he's never texted me. I have too. It's because he didn't give me your number. I Facebook messaged you. (laughs) So he just gonna gonna sit up here and just let him lie. Can I pull up Travis's contact on my phone and just hold it up to the camera? Yeah, Yeah, please. Please, yeah. Hold I on. wish I would. Ah, boy. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Travis Drell joining us uh, live from New York. Jeff, uh, he covers a little hockey, a little baseball. Uh, wow. Okay, so you're being more private than I'd hoped. Uh, <laughs> Blues, St. Louis Blues, they're a hockey team here, Tommy. Uh, I'm aware. Big win. Do you have season tickets? Now you have season tickets for the Cardinals games. Granite City's a hockey town. That's true. Uh, Big win last night. Travis, I don't know if your elitist ass saw it, but the uh, Blues tied up the Western Conference. I did check it out. I did check out the game last night, and I have to say I'm glad everyone hasn't burned down the city after they were crying on uh, over the weekend about the Blues' chances in the series. There are so many people online that absolutely wrote this team off after two periods. And wow, here we are heading back to St. Louis with the series tied at 1-1. Who would have thunk? Travis, I'm surprised you didn't go into Manhattan and watch the game with Tom Ackerman at whatever that bar was that he was at. Hmm. Oh, was he really at a New are York you, bar watching? Yeah, are you, are you going up to Bethpage this week for the PGA Championship? <laughs> <laughs> they are playing the black course. Is, is Tiger going to be able to make it? I see... 
I see Tiger is being sued for killing one of his employees, so I wasn't sure what? if he was going to actually well, make it up to the U.S. Is that what happened? Yeah. I did see him chipping in a in a skull cap yesterday. So. Oh, nice. Do you, guys really? know, do you guys know about this story? I, from what I read, the suit is alleging that Tiger Woods has, uh, as the owner of a restaurant, he is being personally sued along with his general manager for allowing a culture of over-drinking to happen. His employee, who his parents are stating that the restaurant knew hey, they, he had a drinking problem, over-drank, and they're alleging he was over-served at said restaurant, Drove home on his own accord and then uh, killed himself in a uh, drunk driving accident. Very sad. But then personally suing the business owner and the general manager for uh, the choices he made. Is this a, is this his place in Jupiter? Is that the restaurant? I, I don't know exactly. It's I believe it is. Yeah. And the general manager actually is the girlfriend. It's Tiger's girlfriend who runs oh, that the who restaurant. That is? Yeah, that's makes who, so that makes so much sense. The, yeah, that worked her way. But up. yeah, it, exa- it really does. It's I mean, it isn't as if the owner of the restaurant doesn't have a history of bad DUIs. So yeah, yeah I I don't I'm no lawyer, but I would imagine that restaurant's going to well, be. Uh, I think if you're a lawyer, I, you start at, you start at the money and you work down from there, right? Like that's why. Like, that's, right. Let's be honest. That's entirely why. Right. If this was um, if this was somebody else, they may not implicate. Them, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. I think. I think. In this you case, worked at a bar. You've managed like a bar. You know how people get housed. Yeah, I think if you were like we, a we franchise owner of a TGI family. Fridays and you like. I think if you're a franchise owner with TGI Fridays, one of your employees got drunk there and drove home and died, you probably would still get sued. I think Off the clock. Oh, absolutely. Off the clock. Eh, I, I think it probably absolutely. doesn't matter. I don't know, man. You're making no, I'm choices with Jeff to on do that. that. One. We've seen, I've seen several cases, even in the state of Missouri, when I was bartending down in Columbia, where the third-party liability is absolutely in play. And it's not just because he's Tiger Woods, but it makes sense. If this guy had a history of drinking, and you, I think his blood alcohol level was almost three times the legal limit. And you knew he had tr- problem with alcohol. Yeah. And if he was getting comped too, I assume. I mean, I don't know, but oh, I would definitely. assume that like the That's manager of a restaurant is not paying so for all the food at the restaurant. The yeah. Yeah. How how come no one told me that you could sue a bar for getting you drunk? Yeah, that seems that's kind of my mind. Trav, if I was gonna if I was gonna set up a sting operation on one restaurateur in St. Louis to get real drunk at his restaurants and drive home, which one would that be? Oh wow, I actually like the restaurateurs in St. Louis. Oh, um, I thought you were at war with one. Was oh, <laughs> I would <laughs> too many. Come on, Trav, I'm trying. I'm, I'm yeah, too many of my liberal friends enjoy their establishment, so I wouldn't bring them down. But um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff really put me on the spot. <laughs> I had to stop it. Go on, Travis, say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think you guys may like may have the uh, the right thought process, but when it comes to real life, we see people make these choices. You see people do that again. I'm not saying there shouldn't be some awareness. But at the, at the end of the day, I've just seen too many jackasses. Maybe he's taken pulls during his shift before it even started. Maybe they served him two drinks. I, I read an article, but I, I just would want to know more. And to me, it seems like a lawyer is probably behind this. And that's how yeah. I would tend to think. And yeah. if it is, if it's that way, it's that way. I get it. Yeah, they'll settle. Um, it's, ti- it's, it's MAGA Woods. So anything to bring Tiger oh, down. That, thank you for the admission. But of that's, your, that's Presidential yeah. Medal of Freedom, MAGA Woods. Yeah. <laughs> No, and Travis, you did it right there. You you let everyone know you have an agenda with what you're yes. saying, and at yes. least you're being honest about so that. So I'll no longer people, try and make sense of it. And people can make make their decision based on that. That's all you can do is be honest about why you think what you do, 
and the information you want to be true and want to opine on. And that's a fair way to do it. I applaud you for doing so, sir. No, and not only think about that, but I mean, Tiger's going to settle. They're not going to go any further. He's not going to, uh, he doesn't want to give a deposition at all. So yeah, he's got insurance. He's indemnified. That's how yeah. the whole thing works. Yeah, they're going to get a nice little nine, probably a nice little seven, maybe eight figure payday out of this. And because the look, guy got lost hammered. His son, and so I, I, I won't ever question. Yeah, but also grief. died. Like, I mean, this is an interesting thing because if it doesn't involve Tiger Woods or him drinking at the establishment he worked at, you're calling him uh, selfish. Not you. You know what I mean? No, I mean, I, I, I just I disagree that this is Tiger specific. The payout's bigger because it's Tiger. I just think this would happen to any restaurant owner. I, I don't know. I think a lot of people would. Think I agree. That, that, yeah, that, yeah, I, 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 you guys I, wouldn't be this soft on another drunk driver had I mean, you killed know, somebody. Like, on the like I don't know there. if I'm soft. Like, yeah, he died. That sucks. Like, I'm not. Like, I don't know what soft means. He's just. Oh, like, I'd say Chris, you need to put more personal responsibility. Officer. You're telling. You're telling me that guy wasn't. May not appear to be. He, he could have. He was at a place where he worked, and it's very likely, of course, he knew the bartenders. He knew the staff. They knew he had a drinking problem, and you're telling me that that guy probably wasn't overserved. I don't know, because maybe he was drinking before he went up there. Maybe he was taking pulls off of something. For all we know, he got a drink or two from them. I don't know. It didn't say in the article that you didn't read, so I'm yeah, not sure. I don't sure. know anything about this. I'm just saying, in general, no. restaurants get sued and people die. That's sort What's of the reason the bartenders cut people off. There should just That's be some personal responsibility. That's why third-party liability existed. That is the reason and bartenders cut people off. And it's a lot of the off. times. If you see somebody ripping shots at a bar, I'm not saying it shouldn't be looked at, but we all know the people that take it too far, and any person can make that choice to get behind the wheel. It sucks. Yeah. It, it really does. But you're not getting cut off because the bartender is concerned about your well-being. You're getting cut off because the bartender doesn't want his place of employment to get sued when you die on the way home. Which we live in a town where the, I've rarely seen that happen. So I don't know. I guess I'm just a little more, I don't know. I guess I just see it. I feel like it's more based, uh, like I just see too many people jumping into that. And it's like, I don't know. Do, should the bar have to pay out millions of dollars because somebody chose to drive? Yeah, but know. it won't. They'll pay out a little more in their insurance settlement. They'll settle for 800000 or whatever, and that'll be the end of it. Certainly possible. Hey, let's make uh, Fair or Foul great again. Topic today, a white guy playing a black woman character in a movie. Mm. Email wall at weareliveradio.com. We're going to give away a free massage to Soulshine, barefoot massage therapy to the winner today. That's a hell of a prize. Let's get a bunch of great submissions in. Jeff will help on the uh, judging yeah. with that. I did. I wanted to congratulate Travis. I know that you know when he goes away to New York for the summer to develop scripts, uh, it's it's a long and it's a hard process, and a lot of work goes into it. I did not expect you to get LaQuisha from page to screen so quickly. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Jeff, thank you. <laughs> Jeff, I was saying yesterday, I was... Uh, it's uh, for a lot of people who've done films or tried to create films and get it distributed. You know how difficult it is to get funding for those things. So I, I, I'm, I am a little bit jealous that the guy was able to get funding to put together such a terrible movie. So that was my biggest complaint was that someone decided to finance his project. Well, look, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, do you think they own a boot store? Probably. Uh, Tra Travis, if you, I, if you chose to look into that jingle. What? Can I, I sing I, the jingle? They have a jingle? Yeah. Oh. Well, I don't yeah, We're good. I'll sing it after the show. That's, that's, okay, close, that's closer to a free spot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> I, I think, Trav, if you like leaned into the grift, like if you decided that you were gonna if you were gonna be like MAGA Trav, you could probably get right. financing for a lot of your projects, right? <laughs> no, like, I agree. Like if I you agree. Went, if you yeah. went Candace Owens, you could probably make some money real fast. <laughs> You jump the line, that's for sure. Trav will be at the bar drinking Kavasi at the Trump. Yeah. <laughs> Travis, may I? You've just signed on to work. I respond. 
we got one, boys. <laughs> that's that's it's, how it's responded. It's a two-hour train from where you're at right now down to the Trump Hotel. Like, it's a two-hour train and 10 minutes in an Uber. Get a red Elmo hat and just stand at the bar. And as long as you face <laughs> away from it and it's red, you're good. Money's Man, coming. like, I, the, the, uh, the offices of Sesame Street are literally uh, right around the block from Trump International. And, like, every time, like, it's, it's so interesting to see other New Yorkers walk around it. Because it's like a huge, like trophy of shame, just in the center of beautiful downtown Manhattan, or excuse me, uptown Manhattan. And it's it's mm. like when you see people walk around it, like every New Yorker just drops his head, and you just see them shaking their head, no matter at what point of the day. Everyone's like, I, I can't believe this eyesore is in front of us every damn day. One thing I'll say about Chicago uh, is that they hated Trump way before it was cool because they hated <laughs> that building. They've True. hated that building since the building went up. I went there like two years before the uh, election and people were protesting outside of that building. People so. hate that. Like, and honestly, I like the building. Yeah. It's a cool looking building. I really do like the building. Because uh, it is a nice apprentice or what? No, because I it's an no ugly idea. ass building that ruined oh, the stick of a skyline. Like, skyline. They think that it's not right. like in the classical style of the city. It doesn't also, fit in. It's, yeah. It looks weird. It's also the only building in downtown Chicago, if you notice, that's got a sign on it. Mm-hmm. Like none of the Chicago yeah. architecture has signs on the buildings, but you know, he can't not have his name on it. Now it is lower. It's like 30 stories lower than where he wanted to put it at first. Okay. Uh, but you know, you know, like the apocryphal, maybe or maybe not true story about that building, right? He was planning it on 9-11, was in a planning meeting, and it was supposed to be like a 190-story, like tallest building in the world sort of building. He's watching 9-11 happen on TV, and he's, cut it in half, cut it in half. Are is, you is serious? The story of the like, Trump Chicago Tower. Oh, my goodness. And I did not know that. That's insane. And that's the like the first um the building that sticks out when I did the ar- riverboat architecture yeah. or not riverboat, but like river cruise architecture tour in Chicago. And it definitely is not. I mean, it's, it's, you could see it's there. It's, yeah. It it's, does not blend. It looks, like, a, yeah. it looks it, like one of those, uh, e-cigarette things. It does, but there's, yeah. but when you learn about the history of the different buildings and the architecture of the different buildings, that one is not significant at all. Really? No, like, it there's, just kind of looks like, cool. Oh yeah. Okay, it's got different levels. It uh, looks like Oscorp. It does actually a little bit, yeah. It does. The Avengers Tower. Oh, by the way, which by the way, Trev, uh, as we do Avengers, because we're we're officially out of the Avengers safe zone, right? The spoiler zone. Trev, you've seen it. Absolutely. Okay, I've read this theory. Let me know what you think about this one. The Avengers Tower becomes the Oscorp Tower. That would be really cool. Oh, that would be uh, really pretty uh, cool. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I think Chris and Chris are bored. No, I just we lost everyone. I love Marvel stuff. I just I wanted to try and be involved, so I just did that. (laughs) Are you bringing that character in? That'd be cool. Well, because the new Spider-Man movie is coming out, like that's the Mm -hmm. next, like what the next generation, Gen Four or whatever. I don't know. I'm trying to get caught up. Like I missed like most of the first MCU movies, so now that I've seen all the Avengers ones, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna watch these old ones. Uh, I watched the first two Iron Man movies this week, and they were boring as shit. They're not good. Uh, The first Thor movie, pretty okay. So you know, we're making progress. You That's know, pretty I, good. Jeff, I kind of want to circle back if it's okay. Circle. You, we were talking a little bit about the blues. I don't oh, want yeah, to specifically go into the game, but I do want to go into the psyche of St. Louis sports fans, and you deal with them on a daily basis. I see you on Twitter from time to time. You actually engage in intellectual conversations about myself. the sport. <laughs> but I, I was, again, we were talking about it yesterday. I was kind of annoyed, especially being up here in New York, how such a defeatist attitude that St. Louis sports fans can have 
Um, and I noticed it game one. And again, it wasn't a great performance from the Blues. I'm not excusing that. And Tarasenko was a ghost. We didn't see anything out of him in that game one. But at the same time, considering where this team was just a handful of months ago, and seeing where they are right now, now less than three wins away, three wins away from getting to the cup, why is why are the why are sports fans in in that city so defeatist if when it comes it. Oh. to their team? That cut his city. cut his you, feed. You bastard! Cut his feet. I I understand. Let's play a Go game. Go fuck yourself. Yes, thank you. Let's play a game. <laughs> let's play a game where Travis is trying to set up Jeff for a really great thoughtful you response. You had a good question based off of things he deals with on a daily basis. Oh. Let's play a game that maybe that's what he was doing. No, it was all to make it about you and be a narcissist once again. You had Mark, a good question going. East Coast oh. bias. So why do you St. Louis and react <laughs> that way? Uh, so I, I, the answer is like because it's always been bad, right? Like it, I have a theory as well. If 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 the Blues win one more game in this playoff series, it'll be the most. It'll be tied for the most playoff games they've ever won in a given yeah. year. They've never won more okay. than ten games uh, since 1970. They haven't been within more than within one win of making it to uh, the Stanley Cup final. That was in '86, right? So, like, th- there has been all of this failure over and over again. I, I heard someone make the point yesterday, which I thought was sort of smart. Was like, look. If for years St. Louis sports fans have been living with this sort of like gloom and doom and dread uh, about the Blues, and that doesn't work, right? Like it's not like it's not like being negative makes them more likely to win, and it's also not like being negative makes you feel better when they lose. You just get to feel shitty the whole time. So why not instead <laughs> just be positive about it? Uh, figure they're right. going to ride it out, and if they lose, they lose. But it's not going to like it's not going to feel worse. If you're optimistic and then they lose because it already does feel bad to be pessimistic and have them lose. Uh, if I may. I, I feel like they're playing with house money. I feel like this team specifically is playing with house money. A little bit. Because I don't yeah, think that helps in January, too. February. And I don't think anybody thought they were going to be the final four teams no. left in these playoffs. So I think, I think if you were a Blues fan back in February and they told you this, they would have been over the moon with where the Blues are currently. So to see how defeated people were on um the on, during game one kind of threw me by surprise considering that you know everyone is making the gloria videos and you know kids around st louis were wearing their favorite blues jar like it felt like the energy was so positive to see everyone go so negatively so quickly when there's so much hockey still left to be played yeah i mean there's a lot of up and down in the playoffs right but the other thing too i think that you're right that if you look at this team from january until now that you would be surprised that they were here but if you went back to june and and took a snapshot or, or july took a snapshot on july 15th and said hey this Blues team is going to be tied 1-1 in the Western Conference Final, guaranteed, and you didn't tell me anything about the path to get there, I would go, oh, okay. Like, that would, you know, that would be sort of at the upper end of the expectation curve, but it would be like, yeah, okay. okay. They made all the moves, and that's where they should be. That sounds right. It's just the path okay. has been so unusual. Travis, if gotcha. I may, uh, the best thing about sports in this city is uh, congruently the worst, given the Blues' history. Uh, Jeff nailed it on the head. They've just never done anything significant. So you have, but they've stayed loyal because there's not a ton to do here. Uh, they've stayed loyal while across the ta- across the uh, street, 
you have the second most winningest franchise in uh, in a sports history. Tommy has yawned 17 <laughs> times in the last 30 seconds, and it is it is amazing. Well, I do think it's interesting in that the Blues and the Cardinals have opposite problems, but the same problem. Well, don't right? you think that right. every Blues fan, 90, 90% of Blues fans are Cardinals fans, Yes. 20% of Cardinals fans are Blues fans. Uh, may, I think it's probably more than 20 if we're counting Cat. Right? Like, I think maybe 20% of Cardinals fans follow the Blues day in and day out. But go. I think there that 80% of Cardinals fans would say that they're Blues yeah. fans. Oh, they don't we'll have, have another team. Point. Right, right. Yeah. right that's one yeah. season. I think that, no, I think that, look, Cardinals fans are frustrated because the team wins so often that they expect dominance all the time. Yeah. Blues fans are frustrated because the team never wins, and it feels like they're never going to get there. So it's two sides of the same coin, uh, but it's the shared anxiety between them, right? Uh, and I think that, you know, that's I think that's part. Sets that up unrealistic part. expectations for your other sports teams if you have the second most in the history of a game. And I think if you are a crossover Blues and Cardinals fan right now, maybe if you're talking about that game one against San Jose, uh, it was bad timing because the Cardinals were in the middle of a really shitty week where they were going two and five. And so sports fans were already, you know, down from the Cardinals. This is silly, but it does affect people's attitudes. The weather I, was I agree. terrible last week. People were really bummed out that it was 45 degrees and raining for the entirety of the second week of May. Uh, and I think people were just generally around town in a shitty mood, or I was, so I assume everyone else was as well. Uh, and so it contributed to maybe some of the negativity. But there also, I think there was definitely a sense of, of here we go again, right? Because the Blues, it's San Jose again. Uh, it's a game in San Jose. And it just, like the ball never got rolling in the right direction and the blues played a pretty poor game and you know, that frustration showed out. And also, you know, I, you know, I was talking to Chris about this a little bit in the break, like the blues have not lost a game yet this postseason where they've played well, they have not had one game where they played up to their standards. They played you know, they've not had a game where they played even a B game and lost. And so that's good in that it indicates that when the Blues play up to their level, they have not yet had to, you know, they haven't had that painful loss yet, but it's frustrating in that they've played now, what is it, uh, 7 plus 6 plus 2 is 15 games in this playoff series, and they've, they've played poorly in 6 of the 15, so 40% or whatever, like that That part is frustrating. As you you got a little bit of a feed issue. At you. I'll take some time to tell you about Tommy Bannister. He's a Circa Properties. He's from right here in St. Louis, Missouri. He's here to help you through the real estate process, and you'll have some fun along the way. That's Tommy Bannister, Circa Properties, here to help you. He's got a whole team behind him. He'll make the home buying or selling experience as simple and as efficient as possible. You know, Chris, you mentioned uh, t Tommy Bannister and Circa Properties. I'm curious, does he operate in Illinois? Does he have business on he the can. Illinois side? He, he certainly can. can. So if you were a person living in Belleville uh, whose property value has just cratered, Maybe or you if you were a person here. in Belleville who was looking to invest, mm. uh, and you, you could be able to do that with him, uh, which brings me to Gardner. Mm. What the hell happened to Lindenwood? Your alma mater. Uh, I never uh, well, graduated. You, you're attended. Of, uh, I, mean, I, I think that's still your alma mater. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> they wrecked my town, Gardner. They bought up all the houses. They don't claim me, so... They built all the dorms. That was nice. And now they're leaving them. Yeah, I don't know the whole story. I haven't read it completely. You guys were informing me on what was going on there. Uh, that's a shame. That's a shame. Um, Travis has had enough. There oh, we go. There he is. Um, so I don't know the, all the details. And I, 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 don't I can't either. sit here and defend it. Uh, 
or go in on them without I know they're, knowing everything. So, so we have a, we have a small town in the metro area that... Uh, media. Medium. medium so yeah, decent-sized town in the metro area. Medium. A college small. sets up shop in like the, the best part of the historical area. I, like bought, So the college got the, the former high school... So the old Belleville West High School, where I attended for two years before they opened the new Belleville West, uh, was given to... Sold for a dollar to Lindenwood mm-hmm. uh, for them to redevelop it and turn like it into Louisiana a college campus. Purchase. It oh, was wow. very similar, yes. Uh, and Lindenwood, in turn, bought up like 50 houses in the surrounding area. They built, I think it's two new dorm buildings. They rehabbed a, a, an old crappy motel into a dorm. They bought up all these apart. Like, they bought a ton of real estate in the area, which was great in that it drove out maybe sort of a less than desirable, you know, aspect of the town. Mm. But not great in that, by collective action, they managed to buy up all these properties for really low values, uh, which then created the value of everyone else's house, right? Like, as if the, if the 50 houses in your neighborhood have all sold for 50000 less than you wanted to sell your house for... Really hard to get comps, right? Really hard for your property value to increase. And so now, Lindenwood is canceling all of their day classes in Belleville after the 1920 school year, which I assume means they're not going to need, like, all the student housing or the cool candy-striped football field anymore. Everyone's going back to St. Charles. Mm. What's Mm. that turf going to do? Rot. Mm. Maybe we can get it. Ask Ask them if they would sell it to us. Oh, Wall Field. I would. I mean, I would buy the <laughs> Lindenwood campus for five dollars. Sure. They would accept, or they would quintuple. What the hell is that? Pentuple. Mm-hmm. Their investment. Five yeah. quintuples. Quintuple. That's quint. What they paid for it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget That's that. That's an investment. I'm gonna need to maintain that property tax exemption, but otherwise. Yeah. You know, if you would have just lived in Granite City, none of this would have happened. Yeah, but I would have extra limbs. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, mm. have you yeah. ever counted his toes? I don't. I think no, it's a violation. No, different of sorts. Different, uh, different mutations for me. Uh, let's break into this, Travis. Uh, you're. <laughs> oh, can, can I ask one question? One hockey question to Jeff, because uh, he did. Uh, he's gotten some emails lately. Oh, I have got a little heat. That was. That's where I was going. I was oh just... yeah, I was curious. I heard. I heard. I saw that online the other day, Jeff. And I, I'm glad we got you in for you to. To fill us in on what's been going on well, in your email. I'm going to show the e- an email he got, and then we'll Uh-oh. find out why he oh, got boy. this email. Yeah, so here's boy. the email. Uh-huh. Tom, no, Tom, no, 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 no. I want Tommy to read this. <laughs> okay. If you don't mind, Gardner, is yeah, that all right? Of okay. course. Into the mic. Right. Into the mic. No one gives a fuck about your pathetic story, you fat fuck. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Since when did your opinion matter about Joe getting a cup? I'm assuming you've never played a man's game, you fat sissy. <laughs> Clip that off, I please. despise fat fucks like you who think they know the game of hockey and sit behind a desk and write opinions on people. Get over yourself, you fuck, and shave your so-called beard. Looks like an ant trail of shit on your trial. fat face. He spelled trial. <laughs> <laughs> an ant trail of shit on your face, trial. you sissy boy. <gasps> Gardner, now you play the part of Jeff Jones. Thanks for reading. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that upsets me is that Jeff responded back at a normal time. What time did that email come in? Uh, it was. It was a normal time, or was it at four a.m.? It wasn't at four a.m. because okay. it, it came in between like the Cardinals clubhouse opening and me getting upstairs to the press box. Oh, okay. So, but now, granted, that would have been pretty early on the West Coast, where I assumed that it came from. So it you. probably came in. Yeah, it probably came in at like nine o'clock or so on a Sunday morning. Uh, Central Time, so like 7 a.m. Central on the West Coast. Travis? Jeff, I have a confession. You wrote that email? That was me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Big Joe Thornton fan, huh? 
I got really into the white wine here in Brooklyn, and I kind of got carried away. That would make sense Sorry. because I tried to look up the name of the person on Facebook, and it was honestly mostly women that had this person's name. Like the, the first name is Devin was the first name on the email, uh, and so when I looked it up, it was it was it was Devin, and it was a Hispanic last name, and I it was it was a lot of a lot of women. Uh, so couldn't quite find, I, I, so I wanted to find the guy cause I was guessing he was probably also a little bit of pudge happening there. Uh, but alas, I could not, That's uh, to assume. we, well, you know, we, ex- we exchanged a couple of emails. We it's, had some back and forth. Uh, really? Yeah. More to the story. Oh, so you edited it to where it looked like that's all you wrote? No, no, no. So that at the time was all that I wrote. Got I it. said, thanks for reading. And then when I got back, I was like, only the fucking title, you fucking sissy. <laughs> And then, was, uh, then he said, then he said something, something along the lines of like, can't wait for you to come to California so we can slap you up or something. Oh. Uh, and I said, thanks. I'm totally accepting donations for airfare. Uh, and he declined to give me money. Damn. That's too I bad. Tried. How did Shoot he your shot. to give you money? Yeah, I think I think he said I'd rather buy more tickets to watch your blues get slapped around or something. I could probably find it. Hold on. I'm now, sure it's in no. my email. Box. Now, real quick, um, you said Devin, not Delvin, right? Devin, yes, it was okay. not Delvin Perez. I thought it could have been Delvin Perez, Cardinals shortstop. No, oh. if it was Delvin Perez, he would have missed. Okay. Oh, yeah. man. Oh. oh, nice. Oh. I also like this. So this guy, the the, the CBL subject was Big Joe, which like. It's not his name. It's Jumbo Joe. That's the nickname. They are, he already has a about, name. Jeff wrote an article about Joe Thornton being a bit of a dirty player, I believe. I did. I read it. I, well, and, and what I wrote was that basically, like, I don't, there is, there is this league-wide assumption that everyone wants Joe Thornton to win a cup. He's a veteran. He's, yeah. he's been an elite player yeah, for a long but time. but not fucking everybody. Like, not <laughs> people who he's concussed or anyone in St. Louis. <laughs> right? Pardon my, <laughs> pardon my ignorance, but does he play for the Blues or another The Sharks. Oh, for the Sharks. 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 They're well, playing we the Blues playing right now. Blues. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, the title, you sissy, and get off the donuts and come to the base so we can slap you up. Uh, then I said, happily accepting donations for airfare. Thanks for looking out. Here's my Patreon. Yeah. Then it was, I probably would, but I would rather pay for another ticket to watch your sissy blues get their ass kicked again and again. Besides your, wrong your, probably a snitch anyway. That's how your, which Ooh, isn't snitch. the right word there. And here's where it gets good. That's how your East Coast people are. Oh. Your, just the wrong word. Yeah. Just a fat hater from the East Coast. Oh. To which I, I will show. I will show the camera and I will show you. I, this was the last thing that I sent him via email. was just a GPS locator map of, of where I live, oh. which is not that close. You know, it, it's the east coast of the Mississippi River, That's I guess. That's pretty um, good. But yeah. I guess it's east from wherever he is. It is, it is east, I assume, of this person. There's a the coast area. of a river. Right. We are on um, the mid-coast, even. But the thing is, like... You know, I, I've written a fair amount of stuff. I occasionally will get the, the, the errant tweet about it. Like somebody will, I've, I've never gotten an email. Never. Yeah. And I got like a dozen emails from Sharks fans. That's like funny. Like really cranky Is people. Is this the worst you've ever gotten? Yeah, as that's probably, as... yeah, that's the worst one. Yeah, yeah. That's that, like, it's the only one I've ever gotten where there was like threatened There's violence. a lot on the line. People right. are a little more uh, guarded yeah. about their babies. They, they, yeah. Like, and that, and that's the thing is like, look, <sighs> It was not the gentlest tone, and the, t- the the headline on on the post was Joe Thornton deserves nothing, which I which I maintain I maintain you can read it in two ways, right? It's either Joe Thornton deserves nothing, or Joe Thornton deserves nothing, uh-huh. and the way That's that you they... inflect it is is up to your perception, right? Uh, but they do understand who wrote the piece. Like I'm not saying that you're. A I mean, it was published on StLouisGameTime.com. Right. Why are they exactly. even looking? So I don't understand. It wasn't searches. like you went yeah, on okay. NHL.com and you wrote that piece. It's right. something that you wrote specifically 
to, for your audience, mainly blues fans. I mean, right. That's like, yeah, that's who the piece is for. Whatever. Like, and it, and it was funny. I had a conversation with Chris Ranji about this where he was like, I don't know why you're blocking out the names uh, of the emails. And I was like, ah, to be honest, like, because it honestly doesn't bother me. I'm not worried yeah, that Fat Devin's right. going to show up and slap me around. Like, I'm not that concerned about it. But, like, I feel like if I posted the names and I would be, like, inciting people to, like, yeah, go, right, I agree. Like, I, I, li- I like your way I better. I just don't care. Like, these people don't bother me. I'm not going to San Jose. All it yeah. takes is one, Jeff. It just takes one Sharks fan, and then the rest of them kind of swarm as well. Because There's a blood in the water. Yeah, the blood is in the water. They see the rest. They come at you. All it takes is one InfoWars guy to retweet your poll. <laughs> the next thing you know, you got InfoWars people in your mentions. It just happens. All it takes is one. Taking All a play out of Travis's book and making it about yourself. That's great. Wow. Good. Hey, he's learning to pay attention. Well, yeah. <laughs> Do we know? Does InfoWars broadcast from New York? Is that where their studio is? Uh, Austin, Texas. The guy I know. Oh, is in that's Austin. right. That yeah, is yeah. right. That's te- yeah. Never mind. Because I was gonna say that that, that Trav place. could probably now he has connections can go down there <laughs> for a little weekend, a little weekend copywriting. He could become a correspondent. Maybe I never sucked any ding dongs. <laughs> oh no, he can't. <laughs> Maybe I should intern for uh, InfoWars. InfoWars and bring it back and let you guys ha- know how it is. The uh, really interesting, like God. there is, there's God. money to be made in that grift if yeah. if you get another right if you get another right level. Mm-hmm. I know a Look, guy. I know everything. I'm a reformed UFOs. liberal, and my name is Tommy Mosslander. <laughs> Next up on InfoWars. So I, I actually I know two people that I met through like college debate who are who are professional right wing grifters now. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's their gig. They have Patreons and they have YouTube channels and like. They were always kind of weird assholes when I knew them. I didn't think they were like this kind of weird assholes. But one of them, and and and, and Trav, uh, you will appreciate this. One of them is a, is a black gentleman who goes by Robert Romney. I believe is his is his right wing. Oh, really? I think I, I think I've seen his Twitter yeah. handle. Rob, Robert really. Maxwell is the guy's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, and this and this was a guy who like when I knew him in college uh, got evicted from like four different apartments for like stiffing roommates on rent. Like he would just move into a place and be like, no, I'm good this time, and then not pay rent for like four months. And they you know he had a whole thing going now on. He's a Espousing Republican. Right, but like he's been a professional grifter for as long as I've known him, right? So this is not like not at all shocking to me that he has found a new one that just happens to make him more money. Uh, so Trev, if you want to get into the supplement game, it's they're waiting for you. Man, if times get tough, I just I'll just screw it. I'll just go join ISIS or something. I don't know. Oh, I don't know if we want to say that. On I don't the know if the stream. money is probably as good as I, in the ISIS. I don't know. That and way. Gardner has clipped it already. Mm. There it is. Travis, what's uh, before we get to Farrah Fowl again, your topic, a white man playing a black woman in movies. Again, I see no problem with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will just say, I want to know what's going on in New York with you today. What's the update? Uh, today is work day, man. Today is... Uh, we had a very cool uh, session last night with, uh, had the opportunity to meet the head writer of Sesame Street, met the uh, CEO of uh, Sesame Workshop. So we met many of the executives responsible for um, basically our childhood. So that was really cool. Uh, so today we are, or at least I am, uh, working on one of my pilots that uh, at the end of the program, I will officially introduce to uh, the executives at Sesame. So. Uh, my day is writing, reading, and more writing. I may get out and check out some sites if I have the opportunity, but uh, today's a work day. Now, Travis, you say today is a work day. It is 10.52 where you are. All right. So you mean like this afternoon? Is he goes in in the evenings, don't you? 
Well, I have to wait on this dumbass show to start, so oh, you know, it is what it is. Hmm. You know, no, I, I hear like I, I was, time, I was kidding. I hear you. I just twenty minute coffee break, and then we have a forty minute bathroom break, and then we have a sixty minute smoke break, and then Chris has to fix his bangs because he got to get to talk to Chris Sear for twenty more minutes to interrupt our. No, no one has any care for my time and effort here in New York. I'm trying to turn myself into a reputable individual. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is he on my face? <laughs> hey, get on my face. Gardner has uh, replaced Travis's face with his own. Is there down in that city? Middle. We should really. Finger. We should get Gardner a Travis mask, Ooh, and so occasionally oh, he can just yeah. pop up oh, on black. Face. I ain't about that nice. Laquisha life. Blackface. No, I like Travis. I have a serious question. Oh um, God. No, it's yes. a serious question. So you said you get to write your own pilot and pitch it to the uh, the uh, executives at HBO and Sesame Street. Is there a chance that'll get picked up and you'll? move further on and have to stay in New York? That's the whole point of this thing. Oh, so he might get to stay in New York? Yeah. Uh, each uh, each yeah. particular fellow... You made it about yourself. I did. Every fellow will have the opportunity to present at some point uh, at the end of the program. And um, one thing I am learning is that development deals don't always mean it's going to see the light of day, uh, but that they do give you the opportunity to fully flesh out your script, the pilot... Uh, make multiple episodes if they are offering you a development deal. They also but, come with um, a salary. It does indeed. It uh, to get paid to write, uh, which is I think every writer's dream. So to have the opportunity to, to potentially even create something is a really cool opportunity. So um, yeah, everyone's gonna have the same opportunity to to showcase their ideas. We got an idea. We got a chance to see everyone's idea last night. Um, I will say. These are some of the most talented screenwriters I've ever had the pleasure of being in a room with. We were talking, got people who, again, one of the guys was a writer. He produced a film that's already appeared in Tribeca. Another guy, he's uh, he's got a de master's degree in education from Harvard. So these are very impressive screenwriters who are um, who are who who are creating some really cool things that if they were to ever make it to air, it would be, I, I guess, to as Chris Gardner would say, game changers. Yeah, uh, I am curious. Do you feel like you're going to get a rose at the end of this? I like my chances. I, I thought my I had to give three presentations yesterday. I had to give, pre, uh, present three original ideas uh, to Sesame Street yesterday, and uh, just based on the reactions in the room, I got some positive feedback. So I, I like my chances as well as anyone. Um, I think a lot of uh, the fellows have more credentials than me. Uh, they've been doing it obviously a little bit longer than I have, but at the same time, I'm very happy with the stories that I've been able to create because uh, I, I think ultimately I like them, so I think other people will, and and for me, that's that's enough. Trent, let me ask you if if unlikely as it may be, unfortunately, it doesn't break your way with the pitch meetings. Is there a chance that you could be cast as Bill Hader's wisecracking urban sidekick on Barry? Ooh! Oh my God, that shows the best thing I've ever seen. I haven't seen Sunday's episode. Don't talk oh about my it. God. I, oh geez, I mean, when, when Barry's one of those shows, and we were, I, we were talking about this with the other screenwriters, just like, it's one of those shows where you're just like, damn it, I wish we were in that writer's room, or yeah. damn it, I wish we came in with that idea. It's just such a brilliantly written show. Um, gosh, I, to just even be an intern on that show would be a cool honor, because you should, oh, those are some reboot of the newsroom. Real, Seven I mean, those, like, the, the, right, like you're, you're talking about Alec Berg, you're talking about, like, some people who've created some of the best comedic television shows in history. And Barry, I think it's on its way to becoming one of those shows like 
Curb, like Veep, like when we look back in a few years, we're going to say, my God, this is as close to a sitcom masterpiece as we've ever seen. Tommy, what's up? You were saying? Oh, yeah, maybe I should go and try and get an internship at Barry. <laughs> if only to meet Bill Hader. <laughs> Jeff. I mean, Bill Hader. I, I, I'm ah, so I happy him. for Bill Hader. I, I think Bill Hader is one of the most talented individuals in this industry. Like, he can do it all. He can. He, Keith he's Morrison a great performer. Romantically with Amy Schumer and LeBron. Have you guys seen that, that uh, sucked. the new It's trailer? No. With Bill Hader? Oh, yes. No, Bill Hader's uh, one of the girl Hader. kids huh. in It. Oh, that's cool. He plays the smart mouth one. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. He's going to get eaten by a clown, probably. Mm-hmm. Ah, damn. Not that one. Mm. Mm. You guys want to do some fair or foul? Mm-hmm. If you guys would like to, we can do that. Huge prize today. Free massage to Soulshine Barefoot Massage Therapy. Real quick before we jump into fair or foul, big thank you to Getaway Golf Carts Customized Without Limits. Big thanks to St. Louis Pet Once West. That's right, Lynette, Nick, huge thanks for supporting our show. Big thanks to Tech Electronics. Thanks to Implant Company, Yale Hollander's Podcast, all of you. What is happening here? Why Why doesn't he care? You saw his ass. I, I thought we were going to see a butt. You saw his ass. I thought we were going to see a butt. Oh, I didn't know you guys were coming back to me. My bad. <laughs> I didn't realize you guys were coming back to me so Are quickly. we? Are, are we? Camera's hot. You today. <laughs> like, Gardner, are you, I feel Travis feels put off by his uh, two-hour commitment. I'll talk to the to partners. Live I'm going to talk to the partners of the show. I don't think Travis gets paid for today. That's what I'm going to think Doc is yeah. pay. Man, Gosh. I know y'all ain't talking. Y'all get the damn ass 20-minute smoke breaks. Yeah, as long as, as, long as your camera's on the screen, you're clocked in, bud. We were... You got time to lean, time to clean, mister. Don't hey, matter what I do. I remember... Start me New York rates here in a minute. I remember back when <laughs> uh, you were still here and I was just an intern on the couch. You would make the breaks longer yourself. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, Tommy learned like on his second day that if, if Travis hits the bathroom at 7.52, we're going to be 10 minutes late starting the, uh, starting the live Where's stream. Where's Travis during the break? Oh, he's laying on the couch. We're ready to go, Trav! <laughs> One day I watched you get here Sit in the chair as the thing's playing, and then immediately go into the show. <laughs> you were here for maybe forty-five seconds. It's called being a professional. What? No, no, no don't note that. No. So don't unwrite that down. I didn't write it down. I haven't written that stuff down for a while. No, <laughs> he's drinking liquor. Oh, look, hey, called Travis? being a professional. Oh, Travis. no. I was here early today. Oh, no. I was ready for the show. Oh. These guys were ready for the show. They had to take care of the I wasn't guests. really ready. Oh, I'm wearing pajamas. No. I didn't sleep in these clothes, but I could sleep in you these You could wear clothes. that to the ballpark, to be fair. Yeah, different pants. Probably the Nationals gym shorts wouldn't go over that well. Yeah. So, Travis, pipe down. Wow. Wow. Listen to that. Go to hell, motivation. Tommy. All, All right. right. What's that? Let's do some fair fact. No. Mm? Uh-huh. Travis? At this defining moment, change has come to America. People often ask me, what's fair or foul? They asked me on the Is train yesterday, in fact. Is it a movement? No, they Is it hope? Quarters. I can't say for certain. Like, Time oh. will be hey, man, it's of its power. But I can say... Fair or foul is now and forever for the people. For Gather around the radio <laughs> with your loved <laughs> ones and hold on to your butts. It's now time for Travis fair. Give it back races. to you. The uh, people. Or foul. <laughs> <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> hey, tequila farts, you ready? <laughs>
Oh boy. Oh boy, this is embarrassing. Here we go, guys. What a show it's been. Let's finish it off and give away a free massage to Soulshine Barefoot Massage Therapy. You guys ready? Topic involves Travis's new favorite film, Laquisha. Yes, fair. Yes, I realize Laquisha is one of the worst premises for a movie ever, but when you compare it to the documentary being made in the St. Louis area about the reverse situation, you realize it can be way worse. Wait, you guys don't know what I'm talking about? Well, there's a sweet lady named Donna who happens to be black and for years has been playing a character on the radio named Bob Romanek. Hold on, I want to, who was that? This isn't done. <laughs> it's the only explanation why he's still on the air. The FCC has investigated the complaints, and by cultural rules, she can say that word. <laughs> it's like Chappelle's blind Klansman. Sketch come to life, only this time the blindness is actually a John Burroughs tuition bill. <laughs> like the movie. Here's money for the print. Uh, oh. So Laquisha doesn't sound that bad now, right? The JVL Jackal. Oh, God. That's... Ooh. Strong. strong quite strong. Mm. Do you want to keep it going? Uh, yeah. <laughs> if we must. Travis tuned into Bob Romantic before he left. Why? Why? I didn't tune in. Well, how'd I you hear him? Literally flipping through stations. Broadcast a mile and a half from my house, by the way. Mm. Fair. No. Throwing a. There you go. Fair. I mean, it's not really a good thing to do, but I'm always entertained when some Jordan Peterson quoting asshole who once read the Cliff Notes to Atlas Shrugged. Jordan I love that Sierra hates him. Atlas Shrugged goes apoplectic and yells, but what about the movie White Chicks? <laughs> if I tune in one more time on Dish and there's not a white entertainment channel, I'm boycotting. Mm -hmm. When you say this might be problematic. Also, God damn it! Come see Impolite Company with Kenny Kynes, Ella Fritz, <laughs> and Brandon Judd this Friday night at the Crackbox. No Ten dollars. Impolitecompany.com. That's Chris Sear, everybody. Stealing Yale's bit now. Yeah, right. Yale's under his employ. Is that is that how it works? Um, Deployment. Who? <laughs> who can think about fair or foul when one is focused on finding a new home for the coffee break comedy showcase? Well, there Speaking of Yale's bitch. <laughs> Do you really need a new home, Yale? Talk to me. It's creating a lot of tension, particularly in my back. If only there were a means of resolving at least one of these problems. <laughs> That's good. That's the best read you've ever done, Yale. Soul shine. Prize for today. Foul. Okay, we get it, Gardner. We all know you're willing to lie down on the casting couch to get the role as Aretha Franklin in the 2020 biopic, but we all know that role is Kiki Palmer's T.T. Spink guy. That's good. I like that. Two more. Foul. Obama era gave us Lin-Manuel's Hamilton, so I can only imagine the Trump era would produce something along the lines of Adam Sandler's Harriet Tubman. <laughs> <laughs> That's from the Black Sheep. Man up, man! You gotta you you, you, look. We gotta cut. We gotta cut that out, man, because we can't put that into the universe. I don't want. I don't want Adam Sandler getting any ideas. <laughs> right this way. He's, he's got a Netflix oh, deal somehow, and he is out of ideas. 
He's got like nine Ooh. more movies for Netflix. <laughs> he does. He has like a 14 movie deal with Netflix. I feel like on that eighth movie, we yeah, made He's out of steam eight. already. Yeah. He's in trouble. He's the... hip hop Harriet Tubman. I'm going to be quite angry. <laughs> the problem is, too, Harriet Tubman, it would be found that she had a twin brother named Harry, and he would play both roles. The Digital oh. Underground Railroad. <laughs> and you still know Chris oh. Rock will be in that movie. Right, yeah. Hey, checks ain't going to cash themselves. Uh, finally, uh, that was from The Black Sheep. Fair. I don't know about movie roles, but boy, do I wish a white guy had been playing the role of the black lady at the DMV rest yesterday. Could have saved myself a half hour and six eye rolls. That's from Chris Hansen's. <laughs> Chris Hansen's Lemon Square. Six eye rolls. Uh, that'll do it for Fair or Foul today. Guys, who is getting a massage from Soul Shine Barefoot Massage Therapy? Tommy, you vote first. You said Tommy or me? No. There, there was, was a, a sound there and was a Chris. Buzz. There was a buzz. We just let everyone. Uh, we just let Tommy Chris. Jackal was the first one. Right? JBL Jackal. Yeah, him. With Romantic, Mr. Gardner. Uh, I'm partial to the JBL Jackal. Whoa, Jeff, will you turn the tide? No, it's an above-average content in general, but it's JBL Jackal and a romp. Mr. Travis, do you want just to vote for the hell of it? Uh, I am going to go with uh, Kamala Harris. <laughs> There you go. That'll do it for Travis Trail Live. He's from been canceled. He has uh, been. This is a Buddhist. <laughs> he has been canceled. He has been canceled. See, when you clap, it does it. That's right. Uh, uh, do, you know what? You should do that impersonation again, but let Stacy into the studio when you do it. I will, because I work with her on a daily basis. How many black women do you work with? On sure, a daily you basis? say that from that city. Yeah, yeah. I'll show her what you said about her city. Well, he you works. know, she had five okay. offers in different cities. Calm down. And she stayed here. Calm down. Unlike someone else. Mm -hmm. Calm down. Mm -mm -mm. Calm down. The prodigal son, Travis Terrell. All right, Pro do we have to prodigal? add that to sentence of the Yeah, I'll put then? it on there. Prodigal son is never going to get pronounced right by Travis, so we may have to Travis, say prodigal. Proshinal. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, that'll do it for the show today. Check out Jeff Jones' work. Scoops with MLB.com. Game Good to time. see you, Jeff. For you all you too, your Trent. hockey needs, Jeff, uh, at JM Jones on Twitter. At JM Jones on Twitter, stlouisgametime.com. Buy your game time outside of every Blues home game starting on what the hell is the next game on Wednesday night uh, for game three against the San Jose Sharks. Also, Thursday night, Center Rights Brewery, we're going to have a watch party of Canes Bruins game four because then everyone loves that. Uh, but also a meet and greet with Greg, with Greg Wachinski of ESPN. He's your senior hockey writer. He's going to oh, come great. out and have some beers with us on Thursday night at Center Rights Brewery. Nice. Hit them up. Be sure to support him. Tommy, you got any shows this week? Uh, no. <laughs> I didn't plan that very well. Come to Southtown this Thursday. We've got free comedy Thursday. Jovan Bibbs. You can do he both. He already conquered New York. Yeah, that's the hockey right. Hockey game is before hockey. You can that's do both. right. You can do both. Uh, Jovan Bibbs headlining this Thursday at Southtown Pub. Uh, for Chris Gardner, Tommy the intern, the great Jeff Jones. And for Travis Trail in New York, <laughs> we are live. We're back tomorrow on the live stream at 8 a.m. We'll see you then. See you, Trav. Bye, Trav. Peace.